Hello and welcome to another podcast, Valley Sunday. I am Chris Paco, one of your hosts. I am Jeff Cameron, your other host. And here, just in case you're new to the program, mm. we uh, break down each monkey's episode in order. And today we're at episode 23, Captain Crocodile. Wow. Which is, uh, I don't know if it's a fan favorite or what it is, but it's definitely <laughs> a memorable one. Definitely, it sticks with you. There's some definite moments in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So let's just get right to it then, I guess. Uh, yeah. Directed by James Frawley. Jimmy's back. Yeah. Back in the back in the action. Written by Gerald Gardner, D. Caruso, Peter Myerson, and Robert Schlitt. Well, how many people they need to write this episode, I guess man? Maybe they weren't it's 22 hit, minutes. Maybe they just weren't hitting the, the kids' show beats. You do five minutes. You do five minutes. Then you do five minutes. I'll do seven because I'm head writer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know it was a lot of writers. And it aired on February 20th, 1967. Huh. So the bitter cold oh, of 1967. Cold it's a lot of writers. It seems like Gerald Gardner and D. Caruso are like the mainstays. Yeah. And then other people kind of sweep around them. Throw in a couple jokes here and there, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I wonder if they're the main dudes, because they're always listed first. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to bring them in and talk to them. Yeah. Just look them up. <laughs> we open up on a guy on the set of a television show saying one minute to air and running around and telling everybody. He talks to the captain. Who, uh, who he assures looks beautiful. And then the monkeys show up and make a reference to the future of television. Pe- Peter says it doesn't look like a vast wasteland. So this is the world of television. Well, it's funny. It doesn't look like a vast wasteland. <laughs> Which is a reference to the FCC chairman who said that if you keep your eyes glued to the television, you'll see a wasteland. Yeah. So it's a little kickback at, you know, probably. Wow. I bet you that the monkeys, though, as far as TV shows were concerned, to the older suits huh. was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> the, the, the whole rock and roll concept, the long hair boys, and the yeah, it was still a thing that was kind of rattling some cages for sure. And definitely, it's part of a show. Like if you were putting together shows, they yeah. were like a beginning, middle, end, whatever it was. But the monkeys was off the wall. Like, <laughs> there's so many times, like even just the romp itself. Yeah, just, it's, how they find themselves in the situations, you don't necessarily know exactly how they got there. Here we are, boom. Oh, yeah. And you know what's going on. Yeah, they're playing an embassy ball. It's like, what the hell? (laughs) Who's your agent? (laughs) For real. Uh, So anyways, they tell the panicking guy that they're the monkeys, and he tells them to wait there. He gets the captain, and he meets the guys, and uh, tells the crazy guy to tell them where to stand. I assume that's like the first AD, like the first assistant director is a guy who's usually running around, or she is the person running around. They put them on this big target, and they give them the same hats, that uh, the the Jolly Green the Giants Jolly Green wore. Giants outfits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is funny. Oh, the, the garbage bags or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so Captain Crocodile has a hate on for the monkeys for some reason. <laughs> Big time. So the monkeys want to work on my show. We'll see about that. He spots them as pies once the cameras are rolling, yep. and the, the kids are going crazy because <laughs> it's happening. But it's like right off the bat, he just does not like the monkeys. He's, he's the youth. I guess so. He's going to take over my show. He's really paranoid about this, uh, these long, long-haired weirdos coming in, taking over, stealing his gig. He's been doing this to you, this Krusty the Clown thing. Previous <laughs> Krusty the Clown by several decades. Uh, for a while, probably. And uh, it's uh, probably seems like a pretty easy gig. Yeah. He just probably doesn't want to go get a real job. So, okay, two things. One, that's a lot like Victor in The Monkeys <laughs> Go to the Circus. True. 
And two, could you imagine if Cro- Captain Crocodile became Krusty the Clown because he lost his show to these monkeys and that made him <laughs> bitter towards children? Wow. And Captain Crocodile becomes Krusty the Clown. <laughs> Whoa, dude. The dots are connecting themselves, I, man. I can feel the heat from the internet as this story burns it up. Wow. <laughs> this fan theory. <laughs> anyway, pass that around. Yeah, for real. Um, hashtag the monkeys made the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> That's trending. <laughs> All right, so now we go into the intro. Boom. <laughs> And uh, the boys show up in an office and say they're they're there to meet Mr. Pinter, who's played by Joey Bayo, who is Scott Bayo's brother. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, yep. And uh, they're all stoked because it seems like Pinter's a really big deal. This guy must be important. We're on the road to success. Yeah, we're almost at the heights. (laughs) We're nearly at the top of the heap. It's all downhill from here. (laughs) They go into Pinter's office, and it turns out that he's just a kid. He's like a 12-year-old kid. And uh, he accuses them of thinking he's short, but Davey says that he's actually quite tall. <laughs> you know, I think he's quite tall myself. You would. <laughs> uh, so everything in Pinter's office is small. Like all the chairs are like made yeah, for him. Sure, yeah. and, and he offers them some milk. And he tells them that he wants them to be on TV every week and they get stoked. But it's on the Captain Crocodile show. Yeah. Not stoked. Uh. Pinter calls his dad and he tells the monkeys that they won't get any more pies in the face and that they can play music. And so stoked again. Right on. So stoked, not stoked, stoked. I'm sure it's going to go fine. Uh, that crazy guy's typing up the new script on a typewriter and uh, Captain Crocodile comes in and he's freaking out because he thinks the monkeys are trying to take over the show. They'll be sorry they ever tangled with Captain Crocodile. Listen to this, Howard. On the monkey's first show, hear me good, this is what we're going to do. This is going to be good, Howard. Laugh it up. <laughs> you see, I'm laughing already. <laughs> and uh, he, he concocts a plan for the first show, and he and the crazy guy laugh like a couple crazies. <laughs> he and the crazy guy laugh like a couple crazies. Okay. And uh, on the set the next day, the monkeys are ready to go down to rehearsal, but the captain is being a real pain in the ass. He's trying to show Mickey how to be on camera. He's giving a ton of directions, and right. he's just making Mickey crazy. It made me crazy, too, watching it. Here he is, kids! Mickey, go and Gerard! Hi, kids. I was born in Los Angeles. No, no, here. Oh, I was born in Los Angeles, no, and I came... No, when I studied at December, I went to Grand High School, and I came, everybody at Grand High, and I went to... Okay. I always wanted to be a child, because I was a little... A little... He's a total dick. They do... Monkeys do a lot of assholes. But it was uh, it's fun to watch Mickey kind of improvise against it, though. I love when Mickey gets to go off the leash. <laughs> yep. And even sure. if it's just him like running around the apartment doing somersaults and stuff in right. fast motion, I love it every time. It's good energy. Yeah. Off, off the dolls. Yeah. But I could definitely see how it could get to be like, holy shit. <laughs> like Give me the whole show. We still gotta shoot thirteen pages. So the crocodile, he intros the monkeys and the camera pans pans to them and away to them. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> yeah, instantly. And then he intros them again, the camera's all over the place and can't find them. <laughs> and they never get to play anything. And the third time they're about to play and a net falls on them and then a bomb goes off and it puts a hole in Mickey's drum. Nope. And uh, Mike pulls the captain aside and tells him that he better let them play or they'll quit. And the captain says that no one's stopping them from playing. Yeah. They just have to play. Yeah. So, all right. Huge moment here. Yeah. Monkey's romp. It's actually, it's not a romp. It's a full performance it's a video. performance piece, yes. And it's, uh, it's Valerie. Right. The rockin' the guitar opening. Yeah, the good one. 
So good. Like, I remember seeing this on the show, but also knowing the Valerie that was out. Yeah. And being like, where is this version? <laughs> For real. It was crazy. It's one of the first songs. I think you showed it to me on guitar. Yeah. And it's still something I play when I pick up a guitar. Awesome. And it rips. It's a good riff. Yeah, man. But yeah, and so that came out eventually on Missing Links. And, uh, yeah. Yep, we yep. talked about that when Valerie entered the, the countdown. Right. But, so this is the first time it's on the show. Awesome. And Davey's got that light blue shirt on. Yeah. Like, it's unreal. This time, let's see, they're not in the suits. They're not in the shirts. They're kind of dressed to their personalities. Mike's at the double denim. Yeah. They all kind of got like, street clothes on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think they've really done that yet. I don't Especially think so. not outside of the pad. They're not, like practicing or something. Yeah, I think this is their first thing where they're uh, in non-matching clothes on a full performance. Yeah, just dudes rocking out. Essentially, yeah. and yeah. Davy's on that. Probably like a camera crane thing. Yeah, he's attached. That's so when the camera goes up. He comes up with the camera, but the other guys stay behind this him. It's a really cool effect. Yeah, it's really great, especially yeah for that time too. It was a just whoever came up for that. That was a neat move. Yeah, hopefully, I think hopefully Frawley was like, let's mix this up, guys. Because get you at one point, you find <laughs> the rhythm of the monkeys, and he probably yeah. had the best rhythm with them, True. and could understand, so he could come up with stuff like that. Yeah, and. uh yeah, it's an awesome shot, and they know it's an awesome shot because they stay on that shot the whole time until the hook is played again. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, they know what they have. And uh, Davey goes off on the tambourine. Like, madly. Yeah, and it's not on the recording, but he's just going <laughs> off. Because he has to give him something to do stay, sitting up there in the bird's nest. But he's got to, it's in his face. He's got to hear that it's not really going with the music so much. Yeah. Like, like he's, he's probably, killing time, just beating the shit yeah. out of the tambourine. He's probably like, should have done this there man <laughs> sounds amazing uh then there's the hand playing the most intense solo in the history oh, yeah. of the monkeys of which is so crazy reported to believe it's mike i don't think it's mike nesbitt playing that solo uh i hope it is but yeah i agree i don't think it is and uh then davy floats back down to the boys and then the song kind of wraps up and it's it's just an awesome performance piece of valerie it's a great tune and until it was out on missing links that was the only place you could see that the show. Song. Yeah. This might have something to do with the, the popularity of the Captain Crocodile episode. Yeah, maybe, because it's awesome. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the boys ask how the performance went, and they're told that they've been off the air for five minutes. Ah. And that amazing performance of Valerie did not hit the airwaves. She's got my jacket. Brutal. I'd be pissed. Brutal. Um, Peter's crying <laughs> again, <laughs> and everyone's bummed. We should make that a, a new category. Jack Mark beside Peter crying. Is Peter crying? Okay. <laughs> Everybody's bummed. Everybody's bummed comes up quite a bit too. <laughs> yeah, true. And they're trying to be positive, and they say they could be big on another show. And they fantasize that they're on the news. And Mike is Tex Nesmith. Yes. The weather forecaster. See, this is another Mike thing where it's kind of neat. He gets to go off the chain a little. Yeah. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Nesmith. I'm your weather forecaster. The United States Weather Bureau today from Washington, D.C. reports that a northern wind and northern squall storm is building up just south of our, or north of our hometown. It's fine because you guys did Tex Nesmith with the draw. Just a lot of fun. Yeah. And they're all wearing the gray suits. Yes. As the newscasters all have their own gray suit. And it's they're, awesome. They're handy having their own. Uh, personalized gray suits when they need to be like serious or whatever a suit is called for it yeah exactly uh so the weather comes inside but everything he's saying is happening and it blows him off the stage 
Mike intros Davey and he intros Peter who intros Mickey and it's a game show of sorts and it becomes the telefib yeah. and which leads into a great I am standing up joke. My name is David Jones. <laughs> My name is David Jones. <laughs> My name is David Jones. <laughs> Will the real David Jones please stand up. I am standing up. <laughs> and uh, there's a frogman and Reuben the tadpole a superhero show yes right and it's like batman style title cards yep that come up the sound effect cards yeah pow zap whammo and at the end davy and peter start fighting each other yeah crime does not pay crime does not crime does not know my line i wonder who'd win in that fight i'm gonna go davy like the batman thing is the last part of it right yeah and the previous a couple episodes ago, they did a thing about climbing up the wall, like Batman style, yeah, like, like a bat ladder, yeah. But <laughs> left there, it's the same set because they were shooting at the same time. Uh, yeah, and the shows are very similar in their similar vibes, extreme '60s quirkiness. Yes, it was just they just called it quirkiness at the time. They just they didn't have any other quirkiness to bump it up against. <laughs> but uh, but it's just. The stretch where they do these little sketches, basically, it gives you a glimpse into what kind of like really show the monkeys could have been like just different characters type stuff. That's true. Like it was. This is a glimpse of like a laughing kind of thing or an SNL kind of thing. Yeah. And or the thing that the the monkeys kind of wanted to make the show go towards, and the network said no or whatever. Like it kind of gave it. You could. It was a taste of that. It could have been a different show, a lot more fun, a lot of creativity, but it just didn't go that way. Mm-hmm. And they don't they don't do too much on the the show itself. Yeah, but this was a kind of a fun look at that. Yeah, I know that's a good point. Like, yeah, it definitely could have been more of a laughing kind of show. When did laughing start? Like a year or two later, sixty nine, seventy ish. Like when the monkeys were on laughing, it was after Peter left. It might have been after the show. January 68 to March 73. Yeah. I don't know how often they would do this. Because obviously the sketch comedy is based. It's, it's, they didn't invent sketch comedy because it's been going on. vaudeville yeah. and all that. But you don't have like the stage limitations, the setup time and all this. You could go bang, bang, bang. Set up all these jokes and tell them yeah. in a row. And uh, I don't know if anybody had. If it had been largely adapted by the, the TV people, producers, that you could just bump all these things together and make a whole traffic jam of jokes kind yeah. of concept. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's a good point. Captain Crocodile and the crazy guy are talking and uh, the crocodile's freaking out. He comes up with evil thoughts and the boo track makes a reappearance. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Evil thoughts, Howard. Nasty evil thoughts. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, so boo track shows back up. Uh, so Pinton, the kid, is talking to the monkeys and says that they've got 27 letters and they say that they hate the monkeys and they're all written in crayon. Jeez. <laughs> And there's a board meeting about whether or not the monkey should stay on the Captain Crocodile show. And Mickey crashes it Rude style. And he <laughs> says that he's with the Nelson ratings. Yeah, oh. And uh, the ratings have come, gone up since the monkeys have been on the show. Yep. But, that, but he only pulled 14 people. <laughs> so um, Mike comes in as the janitor and says that his grandkids watch the show, but only for the monkeys. 
Um, oh, and Mike dressed up like this janitor. That's in the second opening. That's in the opening. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And uh, so Captain Crocodile's panicking. And he's rambling and he's saying that it's only important what the kids want. Then Davy and Peter come in as children and they say they love <laughs> the monkeys and overwhelm the president of the company. And he says he'll make his decision by uh, this afternoon. Yeah. So it's. So they want the monkeys get into ruse mode, get into kid drag mode again, and just going to annoy the hell out of these people into hopefully, yeah, hopefully not recognizing them as the monkeys because they've got this problem as well. Yeah, so the monkeys' disguises are so good. There's no way these people who are dealing with the monkeys would recognize these guys as the monkeys. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. they. They're just, yeah, ruse masters. <laughs> ruse masters. <laughs> Captain Crocodile and the crazy guy are freaking out. He says they'll need to call the crocodile corpse, and a bunch of kids come in, and he recruits them to go after the monkeys. Oh, here we go. Which monkeys romp, your Auntie Griselda. Oh, yes. Which uh, really works for, like, kids beating up the monkeys. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Chasing them with weapons. Yeah, yeah. Boys are running from kids who are carrying axes and swords and knives, and, like, like a mace. What the, what's going on? Some I guess they, if, if they gave kids the guns, and yeah. they're lying around everywhere on the set, <laughs> they wouldn't, wouldn't be a bad look, I guess. There's yeah. limitations as to who they could give a gun to. Yeah. On the monkeys. Exactly. It's good to know. It's good to see the edge. Progress. And uh, they do uh, quick changes into barbershop, barbershop quartet style, like clothes. Yeah. And they're in silk shirts and Hawaiian shirts, tuxedos. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of costume changes for a row. And then when uh, they uh, they dress up as like Mexicans, yeah. like banditos, oh. and then all the kids have like rifles, <laughs> like fucking rifles. Oh my god! <laughs> so they chase the bullfighters, monkeys, with a with a bull's severed head. It seems like what the what did you? <laughs> And then Captain Crocodile brings some of the executives and Pinter to watch the monkeys get roughed up by children, essentially. <laughs> That's like one of the most brutal, insane romps <laughs> the monkeys have had. Legit. Yeah, it's kids holding rifles at the monkeys as they're in Mexican face. And then we're just hearing like, ah, eat you, ah, 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 eat you, ah. What? <laughs> Auntie Griselda. <laughs> yeah! Let's try to lighten it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very, <laughs> very ridiculous. Anyway, after the romp, Mickey asks if the kids want to hear a story, and he pulls out a dictionary and makes up a story from the land of Kirshner, and, uh, which is obviously a little nod to Kirshner. Yep. <clears throat> I wonder if it's trying to be a nod to like Mr. Kirshner, the, the dummy, or if it's like a nod to higher-up Kirshner. Like. The dummy is Schneider. Schneider, I do that every time. Every time. Every time, because I always think he's the dummy. (laughs) Anyway, so we won't put that in. (laughs) Wrong wrong higher up. Yeah, the mean higher up I go with. Uh, So Mike picks up the story, and it's a nightmare. And came across the wicked stepladder, who who was uh, pretty uh, tall because of all the wrongs. And she said, uh, you rang, and he said, sure, the wrongs are... Uh, because he had this basket of goodies, and uh... <laughs> he, he tries to tell the story, and it just does not go off well. So he hands it off to Davy, and the kids think it's funny. And Davy talks about midgets, 
Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Started walking towards the little Snow White's little house where the, where the six uh, midgets, the seven, four frogs, seven midgets, four frogs, and, and, the, and the toadstools were beginning to, to look bad because um, Columbus was... Uh, and he hands it off to Peter, who just reads the dictionary, and the kids <laughs> love it. And the crocodile runs out and tells the kids that he hates them. What are you doing, you rotten shirts? You're ruining my master plan. I said sick of that level. You double-crossing brats, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. And so they attack him instead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always find it funny when an adult tells a kid he hates him in movies. <laughs> in real life, I'd find it quite disturbing, but in movies, it's hilarious. I suppose you're right. So the monkeys finally get to perform on their own show, but the camera pans to the crazy guy who's hosting the show and he douses them with seltzer oh. and the kids go crazy again. Jeez. And then that's the end. It's the end of the Captain Crocodile episode. Right which, on. Uh, it's crazy. It's an actually, like, there's craziness happens in this episode. Bird free. Yeah. <laughs> no birds. None at all. That's never happened. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, that's very true. And uh, it's all about the band trying to be on the show. Yeah. And there was no, no particular monkey was really called upon to be the star, or nobody had a significantly more lines than the other, it seemed, except maybe Mike with the weatherman thing. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. You can't argue with that. So it's a good episode. It's kind of like a, kind of a unique one. Yep. Yeah, I really like it, too. It's got Valerie in it. Valerie's great. And that... that would make any episode awesome. Correct. But the fact like this one too isn't, there's things that are similar, like he's worried rock and roll bands are going to take his show over like Victor yeah. in the last one. Yeah. But overall than that, it's a pretty original episode. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they brought the kids back. Yep. Which and Everyone <laughs> kept their shirts on this time. <laughs> but they are armed and dangerous <laughs> chasing the monkeys this time. Yeah, yeah. It was at one point with the first weapons, you're like, what the heck? These kids have like axes and things. But then when they have the guns. I did, yeah, I kind of forgot about the guns there. I, yeah. I remember at some point they're, they're, they don't have weapons, they're just chasing them. Yeah. But then, yeah, a, they're, they got, they're armed. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, they don't fuck with the crocodile corps. For real. They take their job very seriously. Oi. <laughs> so um, highlight of the show Valerie, yes, one hundred percent. Have to say, yeah, yeah. Um, was there a monkey's ruse? Yes, you, yeah. The whole, the whole thing, ruse. Um, I don't know if there was a, um, a fourth wall break in this one. I don't know, nothing. I don't remember specifically. Yeah. No. No. So I think we're none there. Uh, best musical moment again, Valerie. Yeah, it's unreal. Uh, Anti Griselda is good. That's a good one-two punch for an episode. Good solid, solid tunes. Yeah. What wouldn't fly in 2020? Children with guns. <laughs> Back to that. Yes, <laughs> I think that's the one big thing. For sure. And uh, a did you know is um, you should come up with a monkey did you know? You know what I mean? Like a, a better. <laughs> yeah. A better uh, category. Yeah, that's more of a monkey category than uh, did you know. All right. We'll think about it. Yeah. And it, it, if anyone that. out there comes up with one, hit us up on Twitter. Hopefully, we have one by season two. Yeah, hopefully season two i can't wait <laughs> but the one did you know is uh, is, uh joey bayo scott's brother was also in oliver with davy jones pre-monkeys uh, really yeah interesting wow yeah so that's wicked the only personal 
memory I have from this is watching his fingers on Valerie. Definitely. And seeing how that matched up. Yes. For that intro, not the other part. Yeah. Not the solo. That did me no good. <laughs> watching him play that solo didn't help me play that solo. But yeah, the opening. I think we might have fast forwarded and rewound this part of the tape a few times. Yeah. Watching uh, Valerie. Yeah. Think how much easier it'd be now to set like an in point and out point. Just like let it loop on that. Be like, okay. Nope. No. Gotta remember the numbers. <laughs> Don't push it in. It goes back to zero. Ruined. <sighs> All right. So that's uh, Captain Crocodile episode. Not bad. Good times. Good times. Which leads us to the Wool Hat of Mystery. You've heard of Wool Hats, haven't you? It's Mike's hat. It's knitted. Rando Selective of Countdown rages on. And uh, we still got a bunch of songs in here. We've The top ten has switched a couple times. It's true. And so let's see what's going to happen today. Who's first today? I'm first. Yeah. You go, you go yeah. ahead, yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah, with Clarksville being pulled, I think that is the, the big five. Or out, out and about. Oh, it's true. What would you put as five? Of, well, we got Clarksville. The Believers. The Believers. The theme. Theme. And... Uh, well, Pleasant Valley stuff. Oh, yeah. Say. Yeah, and I'd say Stepping Stone. Say right. Either way. Either big, way, they're out. They're a big six. All right, here we go. Ready? Okay, go. Oh, it's blank. Wait, other side. Good times. A recent. Very recent. Very recent. We're like the most recent. There's a good time coming on. I can feel it in my bones. Said a good time coming on. I can tell it won't be long. Till there's dancing in the streets again. All right, good times off. Good times. The title track <laughs> from the Monkeys' latest album slash tribute album slash Missing Links Volume Four. Just such a, a cool audio accomplishment. This record. Yeah, I agree. I, I've said it before too, but it was like a surprise gem that just kind of Wonderful. popped up, and you're like, "What is this?" And yeah, and the, after being tempered by like the new Monkeys product being like eh, mm-hmm. less than super memorable um to have this blow your mind like <laughs> when they first put out the video the comic book video for uh she makes me laugh yeah that was oh, awesome oh my god and it was so good and I, I was super stoked about the record and this song let's let's get to this the title track good times first of all how good a time is vicky dolan's having <laughs> yeah singing the song with harry nelson <laughs> Yeah, I bet he was in his own zone wow. while recording this. Real moment, for sure. It, it's so good. And I like Harry Nelson sing, gets to sing on it. He has a number of songs written that he wrote that are performed by the Monkees. But he gets to they use the track, probably his demo track. There'll be parties after sundown. Well, everywhere you go, there'll be hand squeezing, ear pleasing, music on the radio. And I know that you want to be there Cause we're going to have a wonderful time We're going to jump to the left, right, head down, loop it up All starting at the county line Some of these are the old tracks from the 60s Definitely like Pisces Aquarius, Capricorn and Jones type era if, if Fast Eddie Ho is on the drums But there might be a couple of additional tracks on there 
I'm not sure if the, the solo is an old solo or whatever. Yeah. But still, though, great song. And uh, sounds great. It's a rocker. Yeah. And I dig it a lot. Yeah, and it's cool to have like this Harry Nilsson vocal that's just been sitting around. Yeah. And just like goes through time yes. with Mickey Dolan's yes. and the monkeys. And it's it's awesome. It's just super great. Yeah. Some that would have just been lost. And it's like, no, here's some Harry Nilsson for you that you didn't know you wanted. Wow. Yeah. That's wonderful. It really sets this sets the tone for for the whole good times experience. Yeah. And it's yeah. I'm a very well embraced album. Yes. And it's fantastic. So yeah, where do you think Good Times fits on this uh this countdown we have going here? A few songs on it. Like I think this is a good tune, but I don't think it'll be my highest Good Times tune. Agreed. Agreed. Um and, and now it's sort of like in a related story, how do we feel about this versus me and Magdalena? I think it goes lower than that. Okay. But yeah, now it depends on where you want to go. Like, okay, so right now between the jams and the jellies <laughs> is P.O. Box 9847. Or is it, this is a, this is a jam. Oh yeah, it definitely is. But is it on, is it a, a P.O. Box cusp? Does good times become... The, the beginning of the good times. Ooh. For symbolic coolness, that would be rad. <laughs> However, I cannot, I cannot honestly say I prefer bye bye baby bye bye to this song. That's true. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I yeah. would. I think I sort of would listen to this song before I might listen to Magnolia Sims or Through the Looking Glass. I was even. I was looking at the the mommy daddy sweet young thing. Yeah. Okay. Now we're talking around there. Let's put it above Mommy and Daddy, let's say. Perfect. Okay. So right there, between Sweet Young Thing and Mommy and Daddy, we have good times. Sounds gross. <laughs> Brand new sentence right yeah. there. Don't send me letters. <laughs> hey. Sounds like not a garbage one. Well, it's uh, episode appropriate. It's not my anti-Griselda. Oh. It's your anti-Griselda. I, 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 was, I was waiting for this to come up, especially after today. Here it is. She knows her mind all right, your anti-Griselda. She says she knows my kind, she might maybe so. So the first thing about your anti-Griselda is just the way it opens. That like crazy, <laughs> it's a little fuzz wacky guitar fuzz bass. Is that a bass? I think. Yeah, the 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 fuzzy thing. Yeah, it's like a guitar. Is it's it? a guitar. All right. It's like the satisfaction effect. <laughs> like a lot of songs by the Monkees and kind of any rock and roll bands from the era, they can be described as Beatles esque or Stonesy, and this is more of a Stonesy one. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like musically, but not lyrically. <laughs> No, not quite. <laughs> I would love to hear Mick Jagger do this version. Oh my god! <laughs> a grizzle do do Just doing the, the, the rooster walking yeah. and the finger wag. Yeah, his puffy lips. <laughs> you're listening to your auntie Griselda. <laughs> Griselda. <laughs> Griselda. He's not. He's not from Brooklyn. <laughs> auntie Griselda. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's the only part I like to him do. But yeah, so uh, Peter's vocals are great. Like I, I read that. I don't know if it's true or not, but there's like a what the first take. 
he was like walking through it, kind of like a gonna buy me a dog. Yeah. Just kind of. Yeah, yeah. They just like hit record. Yeah. Probably just maybe they let it roll while they're listening to it. That's what kind of what buy me a dog sounds like because they're just goofing around while they're yeah go trying going through the song and Mickey's really trying to sing it but he's they, losing his spot because <laughs> they're dicking around. But this, I really think Peter kind of nailed it, like got right into it. Oh, yeah. I can imagine two or three takes of this. You go, I'm going to try and hit the pops a little harder this time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I <laughs> uh, need better duck sounds. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So I, I really do. I, I could believe that he banged it up. Yeah. I wonder if uh, out there somewhere there's a Mickey doing it. Cause he's the only other one that could have done this song. And even then, it would have been just him spiraling out of control. Kind of, yeah. Like it, it's definitely a Peter jam. You dirty rat. Yeah. You dirty rat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and it's a uh, yeah, it's a great song. It's just fun. I remember it was one of the first like memorable. Uh, also, it's just like younger too. But hearing the song was very yeah. memorable because that weird noises and stuff Peter yeah. makes. And it's it's with the spirit of the show. Yeah. Where we kind of we can understand Peter's kind of the silly one. If this if the animals put out this song, yeah, it'd be like what the fuck is going uh, on yeah like because <laughs> monkeys is uh also a music thing and a, a, a comedy thing yeah they could they could get away f- with some silly things yeah in ways that other bands could not and this is an example of that 100 percent, definitely um so yeah no i i like it a lot like where's it gonna go on the countdown i don't know I, i'm not sure either it's not a, it's not a go-to but i would not uh i would not banish it the black hole no uh do do we have peter songs on there yet we have for pete's sake oh yeah that's right and this is not this won't be as high as for pete's sake which is just outside of the top 10 yeah no i don't see that either um let's see words words is just outside the top 20 yeah i but i still prefer words to this i agree so going back to the break it's p.o box nine eight four seven yeah. Where does it go with that, would you say? I think maybe above that. I'd rather listen to this. So about Magnolia Sims? I would listen to... Ooh. It's here, though. This is where we put it. Yeah. Either above or below above Magnolia or below. Sims. What do you think? I'll go above. Okay. Because of the quirkiness of it, and it's more of a staple... That's kind of true, yeah. ...than Magnolia Sims yes. would be. So For yeah, sure. we'll and uh, one that Pete played all right to the end, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do the whole thing. That's amazing. <laughs> good thing I think we have more jams and jellies. Oh well, yeah, at this point, yeah. Yeah, so it's good. All right, here we go. Last last song. Oh, here we go, man. Ooh, it's been a good one thus far. This has been. It's, it's always fun. It is. It's becoming the highlight of the show, definitely. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I th- I was going to call this. I was going to call Oh, it. sure you were, Paco. Going to buy me a dog. <laughs> we just talked about it. I was going to say. Because I need a friend now. Because <laughs> when we were talking, I was like, if we pull the equivalent of your Auntie Griselda, but from the first record, yeah. that would be very interesting. That is what it is, for sure. <laughs> and we just talked about it. So thank you. And good night. Yeah. I'll see you next time. See you later. And, no, we'll talk about it some more. Yeah. Uh, buy me a dog. Yeah. Because I need a friend now. Uh, I'm going to buy me a dog. Dog. A dog. Yeah. Because I need a friend now. Yeah, yeah. Boop, boop, shabop, bop, ramble, I'm going to buy me a dog. 
wasn't my girl. My girl don't love me no how, how, now, now, brown cow. <laughs> Gonna buy me a dog. <laughs> Fantastic. I know we talked about it a little bit when it popped up in that dog episode. Yes. But uh, it's, it's again, a, a memorable track. It's it's fun every time. It is. It, yeah. Like, even if you haven't, I haven't listened to it in a while, then we listen to it again. It's just like, it's contagiously fun. For real. And it's, they are for sure just goofing around. And Vicky tells them to, to play for Like, that's yeah. the only song I got. The only song I got. Don't ruin my song. They just went with that version. Yeah. Oh, so fun. Like, I wonder if they did do it again and they did it normally. And they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's put this out <laughs> For there. For real. When they listened to it the first time, imagine. Yeah. How hilarious. Yeah. And I wonder if they called, like, okay, just come in here. Come here. Listen to this. Listen to this. And if every time was funny, funny, funny. Like, oh you know what? God. Let's just, let's change the name of the show to gonna buy me a dog and let's just play this all the time <laughs> it's a show about buying dogs yeah <laughs> which is probably now a reality show <laughs> on like seven channels for real it's on, uh, it's on Animal Planet yeah and TLC <laughs> but yeah it's it's a great song it's fun and uh, I remember first time hearing it when uh, when you got the box set and you came up I was up north at a cottage and you brought it up there and I can remember listening to this song for the first time and then, like, the boop, boop, shabop, bop, right apart. And I was just like, what? This is amazing. Because, yeah, because if you start that box at the beginning, it's like the monkeys you know, and you slowly get caressed into the monkeys you don't know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and it stuck out as like a super fun song, and it still is. It's cool. It's a great time. That's just a good time. It's a great time. It is a great time. So, yeah. we come to this point here. Oh, and I, I, I will say one thing I said before. When Davey does that laugh, I think it's the it's, greatest. <laughs> for real, very genuine. Yeah. It goes off. <laughs> He's just laughing. Yeah, it's, a, it's awesome. And then the huckster voice at the end. He yeah. launches into it during the fade. And when Mickey does the boing, boing, boing part. I think I'm going to buy me a dog. Yes, sir. I'm going to buy me a dog. If I was looking for a word to describe what I'm going to buy, I think dog would be the word. It would be dog. That would come springing from my lips. Dog. Boing, boing, boing. Yeah. And again, it's fun because it's the two of them. It's like yep. Mickey and Davey, the the performers. <laughs> the backbone of the whole. Yeah. Uh, entertain like the show of it, the comedy side of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And getting them together and going off right away was fantastic to see. Yeah. Where do you feel? Who? Gonna buy me a dog will go. Man, oh man. Let me a dog. I need a friend now. Like, dang, it could go up pretty high. I don't know. Like, I really might listen to this before I would listen to Last Train to Clarksville, tell you the truth. Oh, really, eh? I mean, it's it's we have it's a fun one. Yeah. Where's Clarksville? Sorry. I don't have Clarksville that. is uh, right below Zoran's Nam. Okay. The neighborhood of Daydream Believer. Imagine the letters we'll get if we ranked. <laughs> Gonna buy me a dog above last train to Clarksville and or Daydream Believer. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's saying something. It is, but you know, <laughs> I like the song. Where would you want to put it there, Mister Paco? I don't know. I I would maybe even go right after Daydream Believer and before Oh My My. 
Okay. Yes. Right in there. There we go. There we go. Avoid avoid the letters. So there we have it. That was a that was a good one two three punch today. <laughs> one two three punch. <laughs> <laughs> They're never expecting three. <laughs> They're expecting the old one too, and then boom. Yeah, they blocked the first boom, two, boom. no problem. But the third one, <laughs> you're done for. Editor's note: third one's a kick in it's the nuts. It's over, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> now that it's over <laughs> Now that it's over Just give me something to drink <laughs> Anyway yeah. So that brings us to the end Here we are Of Podcast Valley Sunday Thank you for checking us out Not forever No For Not this week Forever Just for this, this week or, or, or two weeks Yeah We'll be back Yeah We, we promise Next time we have Monkeys a la Mode coming. Ooh, that's amazing. So you don't want to miss that out. And check us out on all social medias, Instagrams, YouTubes, Twitters, all those things. I think right. that's, oh, Facebook. That's, that's another yeah. one. And uh, yeah, and we have this in the end little wrap-up thing, but uh, j- uh, if you can, like, rate us and give some comments. Please. I don't think we have any comments or any, any sort of interaction. We are, we are uh, starved. Yeah, more. give us something here. Please. New Zealand. Is anybody listening? We're looking at you. Yeah, I know. A lot of postage. Yeah. Yeah. They, come on. Just rate <laughs> us. All right. Thank you. From me, Paco. And me, Jeff. Have yourself a monkey's little evening. Bye. Thank you. Hey, monkeys fans. With everything going on with social distancing, Podcast Valley Sunday will be on every two weeks. We hope you're staying safe, we hope you're staying at home, and we hope that you're listening to The Monkeys and obviously Podcast Valley Sunday. You can check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube. And please, rate us and leave a message. We'd love to hear from you. But, as always, be gentle with us. We're very sensitive.